This is the I Will Teach You a Language podcast, episode 106. Welcome to the I Will Teach You a Language podcast. Weekly motivation and language learning tips to help you become fluent in any language. Now, here's your host, Ollie Richards. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the podcast. Great to have you here. Thank you so much for listening. And I've spent the last week in the States and uh, something about... um, I don't know. I'm not as young as I used to be, I think, because as soon as I... Jet lag is just killing me, basically. It's absolutely killing me. But a strange thing happens for me. When I fly west, jet lag's fine. But when I fly east, it absolutely hammers me. And, um, like, it, yeah, so I, I tend to go, whenever I go to America, it's usually for, like, six days. So I, I, my body kind of just about adjusts to the time zone, and then I'm flung straight back to the east. But there's something about going east it takes me, like, a week to recover. Ten days to recover sometimes. So I don't know what's going on. I need to... I need to hire a, a jet lag consultant or something. <laughs> anyway, back here in London now, horrible weather, as usual, but I've been working very hard in the last few days, putting the finishing touches to the Fluent Spanish Academy, which is going to be launching very, very soon. Super excited about that, and especially some of the great things that I've been working hard on, some of the material and courses that are that are almost ready uh, for the Fluent Spanish Academy. Very, very excited. More information on that very, very soon. Before we dive into today's question, I'd like to thank the sponsors of the show, italki, and italki is the place where I get my language lessons every single week. I do it from the comfort of my own home, it's super convenient, and if you'd like to get a free lesson, you can go to iwillteachyourlanguage.com forward slash free lesson. Now, without any further ado, let's dive into today's question from Fernando. Hello Ali, nice to meet you. Uh, my name is Fernando, I'm from Brazil, and I would like to thank you to provide a wonderful podcast to improve our process of language learning. And even I think that it's, for you it's not interesting learn more than one language at the same time. I like to ask him one question. Uh, it's great or bad idea mixing target languages in the process of learning, for example. I'm learning, now I'm learning French and my flashcards, I use one side in French and the other side in English instead my native language that is Portuguese. You think it's correct or it's not a good idea because, for example, my English is not so good, I'm, I'm learning English and too. Uh, thank you. Hey, Fernando, thank you very much for a cool question. And, you know, back in episode 14, we had Richard Simcott on the show and he gave his thoughts on, on, the, on the topic of laddering. And this is what it this is. Laddering is what we is the term that's often used to talk about using one language to learn another. And so definitely go back and check out that episode. You can find it at IWillTeachYourLanguage.com forward slash episode 14. And so what, what I think I'll do here is I'm going to talk more specifically about Fernando's case because it is I think it is quite interesting. Now, I think there are only really two reasons that you might want to use one language to learn another. And the first reason would be because the, the two languages in question are very, very similar. Now, what I mean by that is, let's say I'm an English speaker and I want to learn Korean. Now... If I use a normal English language textbook to study Korean, every different concept in the language in Korean has to be explained to me as an English speaker, which is a bit cumbersome, right? Because there are some certain concepts in Korean which 
don't match English. And so they have to go to great lengths to explain these different concepts to me as an English speaker. However, I might choose to use a Japanese textbook to learn Korean because I speak Japanese. So I could grab a Korean textbook for Japanese people. The big advantage of that is that Korean and Japanese are very, very similar. So all the different concepts in Korean, rather than having to explain them to an English speaker, they could simply say, uh, you know, in Korean we say this, and it's exactly the same as this that you say in Japanese, saving you a lot of time and it becomes a lot more efficient. And, you know, if the language is like Russian, for example, with with a complex case system, which is very different from from English, you know, if you spoke another language, which also had a similarly complex case system, like, I don't know, I, I believe, like, Czech or Polish, I, I, I'm not sure, I don't speak any of these languages, so I'm not sure, but I think I've heard that those languages are quite similar to Russian, so if you already speak one of those languages, it might be a good idea to use that as a bridge, as a ladder, to learn Russian. So that's the first thing. If the language that you're studying is very similar to another language that you know, then it might make sense to study in those in those languages because there, you have you get lots for free in that case. Now, obviously, Fernando, in your case, that's not the case because you know English and French are both very similar to Portuguese, so I don't think this applies in your case. Now, the second reason that you might want to use laddering is for the sake of it <laughs> because you want to because I don't know you might think it's it's kind of a cool idea or it helps you get a bit of extra practice in this other language. But I'm not a fan of this, all right? And let me explain why. When you start to learn another language, the aim is always to make as fast progress as possible. Okay? You want to get to a point where you understand as much as you can as quickly as possible, because why would you do anything different? Why would you deliberately slow yourself down? And, you know, because there is there are so many, so much potential for getting discouraged or demotivated or even confused you know, when you're learning another language that, you know, and, and when I see people struggling, it's usually because they are struggling with, with motivation, not particularly with their method. And so, you know, speed of learning, the, the, the speed at which you can learn and the efficiency you can learn with, I think are the most important thing. And so the big question is, well, if you decide to use another language to learn your target language, does it slow you down or not? Now, if let's say uh, Fernando, in your case, um, you know you're learning you're learning French, and you might want to use English to learn that. Now, if English was your was a very like a very strong if you're totally fluent in English, if it was a very strong language for you, you were very comfortable with the language, then I think that would be fine to use English to learn French. You might find more interesting materials that way. However. I think that in most cases, if you're using a language that's not, you know, to a very high standard, then it's probably just going to slow you down because you're just going to have to take that little bit extra time, that little bit more time to understand everything that's happening. And so I think, you know, I, I, my, my, my feeling is that I would, I would want to use my mother tongue to study French in your case, Fernanda, simply because you're going to be able to you're going to be able to engage with French and understand it so much quicker. But you see, ultimately, the other thing is that the obje- really the objective when you're as you're studying French or, or whatever language it is, you want to get to a point where you're not using another language at all. 
Alright, so you want to move 100% into that target language. And especially for a romance language, you know, there's no reason you can't do that very, very, you know, fairly quickly. You know, what you might want to go through one textbook, for example, just to, to, to learn the basics of the language. But after that, you can very quickly shift into doing everything in French. And so for those reasons, like my, my bigger picture strategy is let's get to that point as quickly as possible using the best method available. And for me, that's probably not like using another language to interfere with the process. When you have your, when you're using your mother tongue, you are taking the most direct path. And so that's the, that's the, that's what I would usually recommend. Now, um, in terms of flashcards specifically, let's talk about this for a second, because Fernando, you mentioned flashcards and that you're learning French, but you're using English on one side of the flash, on, on, instead of Portuguese on one side of the flashcard. Now, in, I think, look, if everything, if, if when you look at the English on the flashcard, you understand it perfectly, it doesn't slow you down at all, then that's fine, you can keep doing that. But let's think about the concept for a second. With my approach to flashcards, what I like to do is I like to have my mother tongue on the first side of the card, so that's the, that's the side I see first. And I use that to jog my memory and say, okay, that's the thing that I want to say. And then I try and remember that in the target language and say that in the target language. I'm not like I'm not using it to practice my mother tongue or to do anything else. It's simply to jog my memory. So if Fernando Nyukas, you're using English, which is not your mother tongue, like the question is simply, does it slow you down or not? And I don't know. At the beginning, maybe not because you know you're studying some basic French. But as you get more complex, you know, you've got to ask yourself whether you how to what extent you really are being slowed down by using English or, or not. Now, one argument against this, I guess, would be, well, yeah, that's fine, Ollie, but I just want to get a bit of extra English practice. And that's fine, but there are lots of other ways to do that. And, uh, you know, uh, you know, you can, there's much better ways to use your time if you want to get extra English practice. You know, seeing the odd flashcard here and there is not going to make any difference to your level. You know, you can spend 30 minutes in the evening watching TV or reading a book or, or having a, a call on Skype, for example. There's lots of ways to practice your English. And I don't think it really helps you to use that to kind of interfere with the process of learning of learning French. So I hope that's helpful. It's um, feel free to um, to to shoot me down on this. Very happy to hear some counter opinions. If you'd like to disagree with me, either way, come and leave a comment on the show notes, which will be at iwillteachyourlanguage.com forward slash episode one zero six. Now, if like Fernando, you've got a question about language learning and you would like to ask me then please do. I'd love to get your questions. You can leave me a voice question at iwillteachyourlanguage.com forward slash ask. Now, at the end of every episode, I'd like to leave you with a resource of some kind on the topic of the show. And you know, funnily enough, despite searching around the internet for some time, I couldn't find anything useful on this topic at all. So unfortunately, <laughs> as far as laddering goes or using one language to learn another, there's not much out there. So it's a good blog post idea for anybody out there who's got a, a language blog and wants to wants to do some writing on that. So given that, I thought I might be cheeky and ask you to please leave me a iTunes review for the podcast. Now, um, you are probably listening to this this podcast either on the blog or on iTunes. And here's the thing, when people leave reviews on the show what that does is it tells itunes that the show that people are listening to it and so itunes will then show that 
podcast to more people when they search for it. Also, when people do find the podcast, it helps them to to look to you know to kind of see what other people are saying, and for them to think you know this is worth listening to. So I'd be very very grateful. In fact, you would make my day. You would make my day if you could go to iTunes and search for "I Will Teach You a Language" and leave me a star rating and an honest review of the show. There. If you hate it, you can say that. That's cool. If you love it, you can say that too. But I would be very, very grateful. You can do that right from your phone or from your computer, wherever you happen to be. I'd be very, very grateful indeed. It helps helps the show, helps me, helps other people, and that would be super, super cool. So thank you so much for listening, and I'll see you in the next episode of the podcast.